Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. Change yourself, change the world. Welcome back to the Girl Power Alliance podcast. I'm thrilled to have this amazing woman on my podcast today because I've been following her on social media for a long time. She is the coach and inspiration. Uh, She is very successful in her field and you know, I like to say there's women to watch. Sheila Good is a woman to watch. Welcome to the podcast today, Sheila. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. I'm honored to be here. Can I ask you to do something that's normally very uncomfortable for people? Can you brag on yourself and all of your accomplishments to everybody listening or watching today? You're so sweet. Um, you know, I think I think my greatest accomplishment is that I have finally stepped into the place of really leaning into the rhythm of grace to walk with the Holy Spirit day by day um, and to choose the best yes. You know, my book that's coming out this year is called The Best Yes. And one of the first things that I teach in Born to Influence, Scale to Influence and everything that I do is the importance of the holy no. That without saying the holy no, we cannot ever experience the best yes. Um, you know, and I learned that through that process of um, having incredible opportunities to extend grace to others and myself, to set boundaries, to be able to fulfill that highest call. Um, so some of the things, um, so I have a background, my degrees in education are in calculus, business, law. Uh, family law mediation, uh, pastorally, and as a chef. Um, and while I was doing all those things, I gave birth to six kids and adopted a sibling group of abused, five abused kids in that process. So at one wow. time I had 10 kids under the age of 13 while running multiple six-figure companies and, you know, leading worship and, um, you know, doing all those aspects of of things, some of it to please others, some of it because I knew I was called, you know, like you, Michelle, you're an extraordinary woman who is what I call a 10 talent woman. And I I don't think that we have even begun to see the explosion of when women get that revelation and go, wait a second, I can do all things through Christ, all these different things that I'm called to, right, to accomplish, doesn't have to just be one that we're going to start to see. And I know, of course, you know that more than most people. We're going to just start to see this global explosion of women having that revelation. Now, where the wisdom will be and where as good coaches such as yourself, the place will be needed is in discerning, you know, what is a now thing? What is the thing for this season, right? In there. So in 2019, I was voted one of 10 most inspirational women in Toronto. Not sure how, because I don't live in Toronto, but I thought that was really, <laughs> ni- really quite nice. Um, I placed second as the Dynamo Entrepreneur. And, um, you know, my shift came from and being t- 
totally honest and not at the risk of sounding, you know, spiritually bizarre, but um, I was doing a retreat in Belize and I was coming back and I was sitting in an airplane, an airport, and the retreat was for women. I took them, you know, swimming with sharks and and um, expanding their personal growth and business growth levels. And I was sitting in the airport just quietly. And the Lord said to me, if you will teach my people about their signature anointing, the oil in their lamps will never run out. Mm. And I want to say I totally got it, but I'm being real. I, when the Lord said that, I was a little bit, I thought, well, aren't I already doing that? <laughs> you know, and you know, the Holy Spirit's such a gentleman. You know, he doesn't just, you know, he just talks in that still small voice. And, and he's saying, you know, I'm so pleased with the things you've done. But in this next season, I want you to get my people ready. Because it's about the end times. It's about the harvest in the end for the people that he's calling to come up so much higher, where it's just a rare, you know, rare season of oxygen, a rare season of opportunity for us to birth and mm. to scale and to be the leaders in the next 10 to 20 years, where we are the ones, by God's grace and favor, are at the top of the mountain with the people not alone, with the people that he's called us to, so that then we can take out the enemy, that we are the ones that are called to, to speak prophetic words to kings and queens around the world. It's going to be us. This is a glorious season. Now, I go back to that time of where I was transitioning, of being, you know, I was a business consultant and for 25 years and family law mediator for a decade working with divorcing Christians, which is not my zone of genius. And having this extraordinary opportunity, and I know you can relate, to step into helping others find what I call the signature anointing, which really is a combination of that 10 talent aspect of our lives. That when people told us, right, when we're younger, we've got to pick one got to pick one. You can have one path. You can have one job. You know, oh, that's for, that's for on Sunday at church. The mm -hmm. Lord expanded my mind and my vision and my heart and, and brought things together in such a way to say, what if we could marry the fivefold ministry? He shared with me that there's going to be a collapsing where there isn't, they're not, they're not separate anymore that we all are called to be apostles and prophets and evangelists and teachers. Yes. That we are the ones is this collapsing. There's a marrying and emerging in the season of the, the Corinthians giftings that you can have a gift of hospitality and be an apostle. That the things that we couldn't hold in our hands and put together, I call it the both and, are now being married in this season. And it's such an extraordinary opportunity for us to go, wow, right? Talk about taking off the ceiling for us smashing those ceilings and it's it, it's to those who have ears to hear those who are willing to say mm, i'm going to see things from heaven's lens i'm going to see things from that heavenly perspective that it's a season to usher and unfold the scaffold of heaven right into the earth in practical ways I think it's an extraordinary season we're in. 
that when we don't call it a problem, when we call things opportunities, when we look at things and we don't see it as lack, but wow, I've got four things in my hands I can work with, that he is multiplying and accelerating. Don't you sense that too? I know you do. That's why I can go right into it with you. I'm just, I'm, did you say that this happened in 2019 on a plane? So I was in an airport. Yeah, I was in Belize, February of 2020. February 2020 was the last retreat. I am doing one in Hawaii this coming July, but that was the last in-person one I did. And it was then in 2020. So I had a similar moment in at the end of 2019, which is why I was like, 2019, he gave us all these assignments. Um, I had been feeling very misaligned with what I was doing and felt like God was moving me into something new. And it was not like, yay, it was terrifying. I was like, you're moving me into something. I don't know. I don't know how to do it. I don't know who the people are. And, but I, you know, I want, I, the desire of my heart is to follow the desires of his. And one of my prayers for at least a decade has Lord may probably more, maybe closer to almost 20 years of my life has been Lord align the desires of my heart with the desires of yours. I don't, if you don't want it, I don't want it. And, mm-hmm. you know, as a young woman, a young, ambitious, like driver woman, that is very hard to separate yes. <laughs> like the desires of mine from the desires of his. And um, that just, I think comes with age and discernment. But in, so in 2019, it was at the, you know, the peak of my career, making the most money I'd ever made, the most success I'd ever had, feeling like God was calling me out. And I was like, where are you taking me? This is our sole income as a family. So, and uh, so anyway, after months and months of prayer, I heard two things. So I'm going to share this because it's so aligned with what I believe God is saying to many, many people in the kingdom, many. Um, he told me number one, so this is December of 2019. Number one, he said, there's about to be a massive shift in the church, the big C church, the kingdom, the body. And number two, that we were at the precipice of the largest revival the world had ever seen. Women were going to be the catalyst for the revival. And it was going to be women in the marketplace. And so, you know, we, I, I interview powerhouse women like you and here in a very similar timeline, a very, very aligned, similar message because God is on the move. Amen. And, you know, of course he's always been on the move. So what I sense the shift is, is, you know, one of the things I say is pray attention instead of pay attention that. that as we pray attention, it's, He's always been on the move, but there is an accelerated grace Mm. for those who are praying attention to this heavenly blueprint that is being downloaded. And it's on a cellular level. It's like you were saying, you knew that you knew, you know, you, even though the question of Lord, how are we going to actually do this? How is the, you know, because again, I was, and I was a single mom for, you know, seven years. Um, building a lot of this with all these kids. And, and the Lord says, ask a better question. Mm. And it's those of us that are willing to lean in and spend our lives called a life between his shoulders. That when we're willing to spend that life between his shoulders and ask a better question, we ask questions like, what, you know, who are you to me now that you couldn't have been before this revelation, whether it's COVID-19, right? And the next question is, what do you want me to do? 
Yeah. Because when we start to ask how, we're actually masking unbelief. Yes. Yes. Right? Instead of stepping into, and of course, we know that the best coaches in the world are those that ask the best questions. And when we choose to ask him the best questions, we, you know, accelerate and we move ourselves up into higher spaces and places where we really connect with those that he, I call it the frequency of heaven, you know, that there is a season and a time now where we can say the holy no and safely know that sales will be there, that everything we need will be there because we're aligning with those in the frequency of heaven so good and we're no longer going to step into things where we know that we are going to pay for it later right we all know like everyone listening all of you know if we look at relationships in south or um, businesses or there was likely if we're totally brutally honest with ourselves there was likely a moment where we had a red flag that there was something that came up that said to us, this isn't a good fit or this isn't your person. But there's a grace right now for us to walk it out. And especially for women, because I would say, and I know, you know, you would likely even know more so because I serve both men and women, but that women can fall prey to having a lack of boundaries more than men. Women can fall prey to, and that might be, not be the right language, but step into situations of people pleasing, of mm-hmm. perfectionism. And there is a grace now for those things to fall away. Mm-hmm. It's wow. so exciting. It is. We're living in a really exciting time, I feel. And, you know, I was a single mom also for almost seven years, but I feel like a wimp now because I only had two kids. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, compared, you're so cute. Compared to you, like exponentially more. That's a that's a a job in and of itself. How old are all the kids now? Like, what's the range? Yeah. So now, you know, it's funny because I always say I'm an empty nester. I only have three kids at home. Um, <laughs> compared to yeah, and it feels like it. Yeah, it really it really can. But again, right? It's it goes back to our willingness to step into the capacity. For what he's called us to. Yeah. Right. There is this process of becoming in the path to fulfill our signature anointing or our highest call or whatever, you know, your language might be around that. And so if we lean into whether we have two kids or no kids, or, you know, I've had clients who've never been able to have children and that heartache, right. Is if you lean into the relationship available with him to create the capacity for us to go the, you know, right to the end, to, to experience the full race, that there's enough grace for this race when we step fully into that space with him and are willing to have that capacity, right? You gained your capacity by re- restricting yourself, by saying, you know, in the natural, Lord, it would make sense for me to keep doing what I'm doing and there would be so much there. And he's saying, no, I've dried up that brook because right now you're sensing like you and I would have never met and all these beautiful people and women and girl power alliance. And I say people because women affect every aspect of culture and home and business. 
And when you stepped away from doing what you, you know, it was probably painful in some ways, right? Because there's comfort, there's consistency. And you step into going, Lord, I trust you. There is so much oil, right? There's so much joy. There's such a return. I teach on return on energy. There's such an ROE for you. And the families that you're impacting, because these women are rising up. And they're saying, I have a voice and what I say matters. And people will never be the same. One thing I say is we're genetically accurate for our assignment. I believe a big lie in the church is, well, if you don't do it, the good Lord's just going to pass it on to someone else in the church. That's a lie. You're the only one who's called to what you're doing right now. Where he's positioned you. and. As women, doesn't that give us such relief? We never have to feel jealousy or any competition. There's no competition when we're in our signature anointing. It's like our fingerprints. There's no one like me. There's no one like you. There's no one like all the women that are listening, that they can look at themselves in the mirror and look at their tasks and look at their call and look at their anointings and look at their prophetic abilities and celebrate them. And do that same for their best friend and for the person who's sitting across the table and never feel less ever. In fact, it makes me feel even more closer to the Lord, knowing how you've stepped so beautifully and boldly into your call. I I feel the same way. And I I say this all the time, Sheila, if it's possible for you, for someone, then it's possible for me. And it just is confirmation to what the Lord can and will and wants to do in each other's lives. And I think the more we speak into this, the more eventually they, women will believe it, even if they kind of like, don't believe it, but they step into it just on the, what if it's true. And then it ignites other women to do the same. And we are currently only serving women, but this year we will be opening up a a duplication of what we've done with women for men. So I'm excited to serve both communities at some, uh, when we do that this year. And, you know, I think it's so, I really think it's courageous to step out as you have to, to do so many things and to do them with excellent, it excellence. It's a, it's a beautiful reflection of the power of Um, who we were designed to be Mm. by God. It's a beautiful reflection of that because we have believed the lie, human beings, that, you know, well, you can't have this and you can't have it all. And you're not, you can't do that. And you can't do both. And you're right. You have to pick one thing. And, you know, and some people are designed that way. And that is perfect. They are standing in their anointing. That's right. But some aren't, you know, some are artists and chefs and cooks and creators and, you know, writers and, you know, disciples and apostles. And I mean, all the things. And, you know, I used to, I talk a lot about Proverbs 31 and how for many, many years of my life, I cursed God over that section of scripture. I was Mm -hmm. mad. I was like, Lord, this was during my time as a single mom where I felt that I, and I was young and I just felt overwhelmed with everything and, and kind of embittered at the fact that, you know, Lord, look at this section of scriptures and all the things I'm barely hanging on. And then one day he opened it up to me in a completely new way. And I felt empowered by this vision of this Proverbs 31 woman and empowered by the fact that it's not this have to, it's this incredible opportunity to step into so many things that we have, we have in our DNA, the capacity to become. Exactly. You know, and I see the parable of the 10 talents. That's where I got the 10 talent woman teaching that I teach on. 
is that, you know, this one talent, the three talents and the 10 talents. And it goes back to that. Like you're saying, you may feel you have a one thing, right? You may be an evangelist. You're like, I, this is what I do. I'm on every corner. I speak to everybody about the Lord. Someone else might be going, wow, Lord. And it's in our language. When we say, I get to, you know, those years of being a single mom and having all the bills on me and, you know, I lost everything and had to restart over and, um, you know, just, just being able to change my language. I get to be the one to make them breakfast. I get to be the one to juggle, you know, this meeting or, you know, going to Toastmasters while I'm navigating this. I get to. Part of it is, you know, not so much that our whole circumstances change, of course, and they do, especially when we change our verbiage. Once our verbiage aligns with heaven and we're giving honor to him in every single moment, all of a sudden things that seem dark or gray or scary have a brightness and have almost tangible fragments of heaven in our day-to-day, in our everyday of the things that we're doing. You know, what's interesting to me, and I, I know this is not, um, this isn't just for women, but especially in the community of faith, people talk about, oh, I just trust the Lord. I just trust the Lord. Mm. And yet they, they are so afraid to step out into something that is beyond their capacity. And, and for me, um, I, I believe that that is the definition of trusting the Lord yes. is to step into something that is bigger than you, that is more than you're capable of, that feels um, like you're not prepared or equipped. That is the, how are we ever supposed to actually walk out our faith if we never give God the opportunity to show up in areas that are bigger than us? Uh, Well, a hundred percent. You know, I actually have, I actually call this lazy theology. That in lazy theology, you know, this is where we get the 3%. They're the 3% because many Christians believe that God will accomplish things for them. Mm. But many (laughs) do not believe that God will do it through them. That's right. And that's a lazy theology. We want to be so careful that we're not putting the onus on the Lord, the Holy Spirit, on Jesus to the things he said we would do. Jesus said, greater works will we do. We, us, you and I, it's us. We're the hands and feet of Jesus, right? We're not waiting for a God to come and accomplish whatever that piece of our business is. He's put that in our hands, right? right? And the same with when people say, well, I'm just waiting on his timing. Well, we are not slaves. That's right. We have a sonship and daughtership relationship with him. The very desires of our own hearts, and this may come as a surprise to many, are on his too. Mm-hmm. He doesn't call that fleshly. You know, this is also what I call the frequency of heaven, that that very thing, you know, my husband and I, when we met, the thing that we aligned, of course, he was in Belgium, I'm in Canada, was that he had just such a desire to serve people in Spanish-speaking cultures. And I said, wow. No, we hadn't even met yet. I said, the Lord has put that on my heart too. And those are the things that we don't have to then, you know, give back to him. We need to go, wow, Lord, 
the fact that I love that and Latin music and being in the ocean and all those beautiful details of you. And I believe there's women listening right now. You know, just put your hand on your heart and give honor to who you are right now. Those details, let's call those things blessed. Let's call those things about you anointed. You know, in the religious circles, they may have been seen as, oh, that's just your flesh. Oh, that's just what you want. And I hear the Lord saying today, my daughter, those are the things that I've already planned for you to step into great joy and great peace and great love. And as you serve those people that he's put on your heart in the business tree realm, you will create such an overflow to pour into the ministry. And I'm sensing right now there's a woman who is, you know, has just a heart for Ukraine. You know, that's not somewhere that I sense. That's somewhere that my husband actually funded uh, an orphanage before we ever met. That, that that's on your heart. That you've heard religious circles say that that's not possible or that, you know, you don't know anyone in there. You don't have a connection. And the Lord is saying, my daughter, just step in and trust. Step in, build that business, and I will give you an overflow to pour into the very regions that you actually can hear the language and you almost know what they're saying. This is godly. Everyone listening, this is from him. When you sense you have that translation in your heart, even if you don't know the language, lean in, learn the language, ask him questions about that culture, about the people, about the problems that only you are called to solve. And I break off every single lie that says you cannot do this. You are called. You are, in fact, the only person who's going to step into that place. And the Lord says, I will open the door. I will open every door. You will sense a grace, every connection, every phone call, every email, every plane ticket that is booked. You will sense a grace to just walk in. You will walk past. Uh, government officials, you will walk past terrorism, you will walk past difficulty, and I will grant you access if you will believe that that frequency of heaven that you're connecting is from me. And if you will say the holy no for a season to those who are trying to put out the fire of your Mm -hmm. dream, for it's my dream, says the Lord. Praise God. Thank you. That's powerful. I cannot wait to see who this woman is. <laughs> if None, it's right? let us know. We want to yeah. hear how God is working in your life and how this was a huge confirmation for something that was on your heart. And, you know, for all the rest of you listening, I, I, I just want to give you permission to follow these things that are in your heart. And, and the enemy has used religion and church to try yes. to squash it out. <laughs> and, you know, mm. I just rebuke that in Jesus name, that that voice would get loud and that passion would burn bright and that you would have the courage to step out and trust the Lord for these things. This is why you were made for. This is what you were made for. And, you know, we all have a role, many roles to play in the kingdom and in this generation. Well, I wholeheartedly, we see, we know that God works in all seasons, but I believe this generation, the one that we're in is a generation that, um, that people that is going to be looked back on and say, wow, that was the generation that was, that was, you know, when we look at things in the Bible, we think, I always think to myself anyway, like, I wonder what it would have been like to live in that time. 
And I believe this is the same type of a, of a season, the same generation where, where we will be like, wow, I, I want, I wish I would have been able to be alive during this time that we're living in because we're able to just technology and all the things have such a massive reach on the, on the kingdom in so many different ways that, you know, even 20 years ago, wasn't possible. It's a beautiful thing. Um, Sheila, would you share, like, how do people find you? What do you have coming up? Like, tell everybody, cause I know they're going to, they're going to be like, I need more of this woman in my life. <laughs> You're so sweet. You know, before I do that, I just want to give honor to you because, um, you know, I, I believe also that the things that we've been through give us legal access mm. for our next season. And I sense the Lord saying to you, like one of your dominant giftings and oil and a rich oil anointing is that just being in your presence without you teaching anything that this legal access for other people to step into what they have legal access for is on you in this season. and the courage anointing, like just your presence brings courage to people. I want, I just sense the Lord just wanting you to just have that, although you know it in your mind, to just affirm you that this courage, every time you show up, it's like waves. I can just see wave upon wave upon wave, just splashing over the people that he's called you to, that ushers in this courage. And, and so there's a freedom on you to teach outside of courage because courage is always present, making a way for what you're about to share. Mm. Okay. I want that just to be on a cellular level for you. And because that is something that's also attacked in you, but you've been through your warring season and you've been through the well season and you drink from the well that he, he built for you. And he takes great delight in you sipping and drinking and just savoring that. So know that it just splashes on people, right? Because mm -hmm. we can intellectually, and it's wisdom, right? I teach my people, obviously, you know, great concepts around business, and they're so important. But if we don't step into relationship with him and abide with him and sense his great pleasure and have great joy in our own lives, then it doesn't really matter what we're teaching. Right. Thank right? you. You're so welcome. Um, and so, of course, you can, you know, reach me at um, bossladybizcoach.com. Um, so I have two academies. I have Born to Influence, which is everything from your signature anointing to connecting with all of the prophecies in your life, all of the, the teachings that you've had or the assessments, you know, whether it's DISC or Enneagram or Myers-Briggs. Every aspect about your training and education. A lot of my clients have, you know, written books, have PhDs, have been doctors or lawyers, and they want to go up higher. So it's a system for them to quickly leave a six figure or more. A lot of my people, again, top realtors in the US or, you know, a scientist or psychotherapist that's very successful. And so there's a big risk for them to transition. So I have, a, I have taken a look at a three-year journey of a coach. I've compressed it into 90 days around the prophetic entrepreneurial experience for them to create exactly what it is God's calling them to be in, which, you know, a few years ago, I had a client say, you know, you are the last stop of my entrepreneurial train and you are a tour guide to my future self. 
And so it's taking them into that future self and being able to have the finances to do it. Amen. We need to be able to have the finances to be able to do those things. And then my next level is scale to influence. So it is everything else that you need on the process of becoming and building your audience and writing your first book and speaking on stages and getting to 100K month. Because again, it's about these end times, isn't it? We want to be properly positioned. I'm sure you've had visions and dreams of, you know, I've had visions of an airplane I've had. I don't have one right now. And going into a jungle and all these people are being rescued. And Mm. bringing them and landing another plane and having other women come and meet these women and take them, you know, you know, safely out of the plane. Now, I don't want to ask how. I want to say, who are to you to me now, Lord, since I've had that vision? And what would you like me to do right now? What's that next thing? So for me, in the next few months, my new book is coming out. Your yes, your best yes. When do my, you have a date? Um, so July first, but I'm I'm hoping to push it back because um, we I'm doing a retreat in and an intensive in Hawaii called Your Best Yes, and it's a prophetic business retreat and that's in Waikiki the Hilton Waikiki and that is July 24th to 26th so you want to do the book launch right after yes okay. perfect yeah. yeah and so yeah super excited about those things that are coming up um and again of course um always excited to have new people be a part of born to influence and scale to influence and see them be able to be successful um, and really fulfilled with the, what the Lord has for them, right? And I know that's so in your heart. And I'm so honored to just have this time with you. You are such a precious powerhouse. You're a gentle powerhouse. Isn't that the best? Mm, thank you. Gosh. Yeah. Um, you know, I love, I love connecting with women like you. And one of the things that I and passionate about is giving women a place, um, putting a microphone and a megaphone in front of their message and who they are. And, you know, since we became a network marketing company, that is not something that network marketing companies do is promote anybody or talk about anybody. If you're watching this video, guess what? All of Sheila's information is right below the video. Cause I want you to connect with her because there's no competition in the kingdom and yeah. no one can take for you what God has for you. And there's more than enough to go around for everybody. I believe Amen. that in heart. if you're listening to this on a podcast, then all of her information is going to be available in the show notes. And Sheila, let me tell you, you are our people. You are absolutely the epitome mm-hmm. of what Girl Power Alliance stands for and is all about. And I want to welcome you in there for anything at any time. The answer is always yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're just remarkable. Thank you for the incredible wisdom that you poured out. I know women had breakthroughs just listening to this or watching this. And I cannot wait. I, I have a feeling in my spirit that the, that your word and your message was for more than one woman. I know that it was for one woman specifically, but that word, even if it wasn't in reference to Ukraine, is for many women that, that heard that right now. And I just have chills over my whole body mm. as I speak that because I know that that is true. So Thank you for being just the epitome of what we stand for here at Girl Power Alliance. Just just two days ago, actually, I don't know what day today is. Today's Thursday. On Monday, um, I announced to my corporate team that I was changing the Girl Power Alliance tagline for basically since we started in 2020, it's been where women grow. And I knew that that no longer suited us. So our new tagline, you are the epitome of this. It's change yourself, change the world. And you are the epitome of that. 
Mm. You are the epitome of standing in your authority and Christ-like identity and Mm. really changing the world because of who you are. So thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you're doing and just don't stop. Mm, Thank you so much. Honor and privilege is all mine. Appreciate you. Okay. Much love to you. Thanks again. Bye for now. I recorded that podcast from a hotel room in Texas and man, it was powerful. Um, After we were finished with the recording of the podcast, Sheila proceeded to speak a second prophetic word over me, which I really wish I would have recorded. It was powerful. If you are new to our community here, can I just tell you something? The amount of prophetic words that have been spoken over Girl Power Alliance, I could could fill a book with them. What God is doing here is so epic. If you're not already a part of our community, this is your official invite. You can find us at girlpoweralliance.com. We're on all the social media platforms, so you can follow us and get to know us a little bit if you don't know who we are. But what I want you to know is we are all about empowering women, empowering them to grow, to step into their God-given identity, the woman they were designed to be by God. We offer resources, calls, certifications, trainings, mentorship, leadership development, so that you can step into and become all of the woman that you were created to be when you were knit together in your mother's womb. And on top of all of that, we give you the opportunity to share that growth with other women and actually build an income. It seems too good to be true, doesn't it? But it isn't. This is the truth. This is what we do here at Girl Power Alliance. We are just so honored and so proud to do it. You know, our mission here is to empower women to go out into the world and become the woman that they were supposed to be and help other women do the same. We believe wholeheartedly that when you change yourself, you're actually changing.